Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! Thank you for joining us here in the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and at MSW Media. You are brilliant and amazing and a joy to the world. Yes, you are. And you know how I know that? Because you guys are the best supporters of this program. You do everything to help make us be able to do this. And one of the ways you do that is through Patreon. Let me tell you, that is the most important way you do that. (laughs) Yes, yes, Because yes, it is yes. the only thing that we can be sure of. <laughs> and we appreciate you so much uh, through your financial support of this program. And for that, you know what we give you, Angela? Is it three micro idiots every single week? Yes, it is, girl. And they're hilarious. That's all I wanted. Well, you can get that for Christmas for yourself. Go to patreon.com, put in Frangela, and become a supporter of this show. You know how else you can support this show? It's by ordering a cameo. I love the cameos. We make videos, and then you can keep them for yourselves and watch them whenever you want or give them as gifts. Mm-hmm. We just we just wished a fantastic couple in Wyoming happy holidays, and it is our joy and pleasure and mm-hmm. honor to be able to do so. Just go to cameo.com and put in Frangela. You know what else you can do? Can you get the Sexy Liberal One Show This Year Indictment Tour still? Yes, you can. Go to sexyliberal.com. And you know what? Let me tell you something. That's going to be the best 20 bucks you ever spent. I mean, it just keeps giving. Keeps giving, keeps giving. And you can see the show that we're going to do live in San Francisco. Go to sexyliberal.com. That's in January 2024. Plus, we'll be having more announcements about more shows coming up in the 2024 year. And you can join us every Friday morning for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show. That's right. It's the blackest hour anywhere. Anywhere. So black. Shall we get started, Angela? I think we should because the stupid waits for no one. Our first idiot today comes to us from the amazing Barbara E., a hero. Tarantula blamed for injury crash in Death Valley. Drivers urge to go slow. I feel completely vindicated by this headline. (laughs) I have been accused... Of malfeasance. Yes, you have. And malintentions. Yes, you have. Malactions that for too. jumping out of a moving car and screaming to you, <laughs> jump. <laughs> when there was a spider attacking us inside of the vehicle. <laughs> this is a spider on the outside that has been officially blamed 
We're going to get to it, but I needed to say officially blamed for causing a car accident. I believe everybody who has critiqued me needs to. I will be open for apologies all day. Swiss travelers break suddenly in Death Valley to avoid a tarantula. And that led to a crash. I'm going to say in your defense... That tarantula meant caused that accident. Thank you. Thank you. You would go, if you went to its little hive, its lair, let me tell you what you would find. Maps <laughs> with algebraic equations. If a car is traveling at this many miles per hour at this rate on this hill, that 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 area had been scoped out as the most effective place to put a recon death spider. That's what we call that's a, a kamikaze spider. They yes. are suicide spiders. They are willing to destroy themselves if they can kill even one person. Yes, they are. A 24-year-old motorcyclist from Canada crashed into the Swiss couple's rented camper van. Park staff took him for medical treatment in Pahrump. In where? In Pahrump. <laughs> Which is just fun to say. It's so fun to say. The spider crawled away unhurt. Of course it did. The park service asked drivers to be extra careful. But nothing of the tarantula. Because they know better. You don't ask the devil not to devil. Okay. That's crazy. Spider got a spider. It, they say, this is a quote, our roads have still have gravel patches due to flood damage and wildlife of all sizes are out. I want you to think about how big this tarantula was that they saw it. That's right. <laughs> okay. Now, here's a little bit of factoids, everyone. Tarantulas spend most of their long lives in underground burrows. And I was like, what do you mean long lives? I, mm -hmm. I was like, it's a spider, but they live like, you know, a season, maybe two. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. They lie. They don't know. You know why? Because spiders conveniently and cleverly hide. People see them most often in the fall when eight to 10 year old males, eight to 10 years. That's a long fucking time. That's what I'm saying. Male tarantulas leave their burrows to search for a mate. So they've been underground planning shit. Getting strong for 10 years. The only thing, the only thing that distracts them from their purpose is other spider pussy. That's it. Yep, that's it. The The females sometimes kill and eat him after mating, okay? That's how they do each other. How are you <laughs> going to do us? <laughs> Even if she doesn't kill him, the male tarantula rarely lives more than a few more months after he done got some. That's, it takes it from him. However, female tarantulas mm -hmm. can live for how long, Angela? 25 years. Mating multiple times. Let me tell you, let me I tell mean... you, this is where I walk away from this from. We as humans, as females, do not own enough of our power. Thank you. Okay. You know, I have not killed and eaten a single person that I have slept with. Thank you, Angela. Thank you. I don't get credit for that. You don't, I don't get, get credit for it. I don't get anything for it. Okay. Look, all that power that female has. Male, he done after, after the first 
all they got. That's all they got. First little 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 taste of Nookie. He's out. He's dead. She you know what she said. What's the point of what's the point of living another moment longer? And this is what I love about the female tarantula. She says, oh, look, I need this protein. I need these nutrients. I could let you go off and live the rest of your sad, poor, sorry couple months life. But you're going to die anyway. Just come on over here and eat this. Yeah, and this was the pinnacle of it for you, really. This was as good as it was going to get. You know what? Let me let me let me take you out while you still on a high. Okay? Okay? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You have some So you you know what? This doesn't end in tragedy. <laughs> you know. It's I mean, every time you people carry a spider out of your house instead of putting it out of its misery, all you are doing is prolonging this horrible horrible cycle really of tarantulas tarantulas are slow moving and non-aggressive angela oh, oh oh i am so sick of this mischaracter non-aggressive yeah what standing in the middle of the street okay this is where i quibble because i was i felt like i was told something completely different my entire life especially after watching the fucking brady bunch a tarantula's bite is reported to be similar to a bee sting and is not deadly to humans my entire life i have been avoiding tarantulas because i have thought that they could their bite would kill me dead instantly do not believe this do not believe this one little piece. Trust would the Brady Bench lie to you? Would these people lie to you? <laughs> you don't know these people. Whoever wrote this garbage, you don't know who these people are. Don't throw away all the knowledge that you have. I don't know, Angela. I don't know. All the knowledge you have because of one little sentence written by who, God knows who. Somebody working for the spiders. You're right. That's what they want you to think. You're right. You're right. Next up. This is from Stacy A. Thank you so much, Stacy. She wrote to us a little bit. She said, dear ladies, I can't believe no one submitted this idiot. She's so wealthy. You were fabulous at Sexy Liberal, but you always are. Thank you, Stacy. Thanks so much for everything you do. You have no idea how much it helps all of us. I'm going to take that into my heart, Stacy. Thank you so much. She says, thanks again, your pal, Stacy. And now... The story of stories. Okay. You want to start, Angela? I don't want to be accused of anything. <laughs> Let me start. Let me start there. I don't want to be accused of anything. <laughs> Francis is laughing. I don't know if you can hear it. I can't really hear it, but I see that you're laughing. Muncie, Indiana. Police claim a Muncie woman didn't know what the big deal was about stealing a Kia from a car dealership in order to allow her to drive to Indianapolis for a job interview to be a what? An exotic dancer, everyone. And stop, hold Full the phone. Stop. Full stop. Full stop. Questions. This she was driving <laughs> for a job interview. Mm-hmm to follow up on her passionate visions and dreams mm -hmm. of what she wanted to be as a human and... An artist? That's it, Your Honor. And an artist. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, okay, I have a number of issues. Number one, who steals a Kia? Number two... <laughs> um, I didn't know there were... I didn't know there were interviews 
<laughs> for stripper. I yes, didn't know. There are. I yes. mean, I, I mean, I understand audition. Is that what they mean? Audition? Because yes. interview and audition are different things to me. One involves panties, the other does not. <laughs> well, I go on a lot of auditions and all, well, I don't wear panties necessarily. I was going to say, what are we talking about? <laughs> That's <laughs> what, true. What, why are you starting the sentence? That, well, I was like, you know what? I, I go on those auditions without no panties. Free will and Franny. Why, how are we starting this? <laughs> That's true. That's what I'm saying. That's true. So I'm just saying, apparently, according to court documents, 20-year-old, and this is the problem with this whole story, 20-year-old Keisha Shelton. No relation. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Waiting for it. To the Sheltons of Detroit, Michigan. No relation. <laughs> that you know of at this time. No. I refuse to allow the, the, the worldview for this genealogically to be happening. That's not, no, I'm going to go on me 23 right after we're done and check, but I know Cassia and it's not in my family. <laughs> well, okay. So according to court documents, Cassia, quote unquote, acted like this whole thing was a joke and did not understand what she was going to be arrested for after police tracked her down and questioned her about the stolen car. Can we stop? And I'd like to um, object to the use of the word tracked, tracked down, that, that phrase. <laughs> I don't think it, any tracking is involved because she filled out a form, okay, <laughs> at the dealership that had her address and everything on it to, to to test drive the car. So they didn't have to track. They had to take the address and go there. That's not tracking. That's following directions. That's not tracking. The police learned of the theft of the 2013 Kia Optima on Monday. 2013. It is 2023, about to be 2024. Who steals a 2013 Kia Angela, I feel like you're being kissed, okay? I am being kissed. Let me tell you something. The only reason that would be something you would do is if it was actually 2010 and somehow you went to the future. <laughs> That's the only way I expect to read stole a 20 or it was the only vehicle in the state. Okay, Angela, I talk about this in The Mindful Thieves, which is... In that chapter, do what you can. Do what you can. Okay, you think this falls under do what you can? This is absolutely. And not only is it do what you can, I am proud of this person. Okay? Okay, I can hear that. But I think it does fly in the face of chapter 17. Yes. Which is aspirational crime. Yes. You know, and the idea that you should set goals that are worthy of your criming. And is this a worthy criming goal? A 2013 Kia in the year 2023. Okay, Angela, what you are not hearing is the Kia was the conveyance, right? To get to the job interview. All right, you would say the Kia is not the issue. The Kia is not the, it's not the purpose. And so for me. For other Shelton, it's not the issue. It's not the issue. So for me, she this this actually worked out very well because she went to that job interview. She needed okay. a car. Right. Okay. Let's start with why the crime committed. Okay. Right. She needed a car. But let me ask you something. Will being in jail for felony 
auto theft interrupt this dream of this exotic dancer job? We shall, that is yet to be written. It will. The answer is yes. (laughs) But what we do know is that she got on that pole and she fulfilled her destiny. We don't even know that she did. What we don't know, what's not in here and should be in this article is, did she get this job? That's right. That's what we need to know. Because to me, this is just another flash dance story. Okay, because this is my thing. Flash dance, we saw the bitch dance she could dance. If you found out that watching <laughs> Cassia strip was like watching a horribly boring accident, like what if you found out that I would be so disappointed? She was absolutely so... unequivocally the worst strip. Like somebody who robbed the room of sexual energy. Like where if they went, you know what? I don't even want to have sex. Could Put you your leave? clothes back on. Put your, Put your clothes. Like, back if on. you found that out, would that change? I would, let me tell you what I would fucking do. I would get on a, I would buy a fucking plane ticket down to wherever the fuck, Muncie, Indiana, and go and find Cassia and be like, what the fuck are you thinking with? What the fuck are you thinking with? Don't nobody want to see that. I'm saying, remember when you tried to see, we were, I was thinking, because the apartment I moved into above you in Chicago, uh, it had in the closet, it had some like 20 phone jacks. Yes. Yes. Mine did too. This is back in the time. This is the, yes. And that, I think because you had lived in there before. Right. Oh, right. So you knew that's right. And so you were like, you thought, and I think quite correctly at that time, you would have had to do it this way, that maybe it was a phone sex operator and they had like right. 20 phones. Right. And it was like, and so we, I was like, oh, I should do phone sex. And so we tried to do me doing phone sex. <laughs> so this is what, we never got past the first sentence of me, of me trying to be a phone sex operator. You'd be like, Okay, hey. let's try it. Let's try okay. it. Okay. So well, I want you to turn me on and I want you to present, this is what I told her at the time. This is over 20 something 25 years ago, right? Easily, yes. Easily. I said, okay, what I want you to do, seriously, Mm -hmm. turn me on. I want you to be sexy, and it's for money. Okay. Go. Hello? Hey, um, who'd you vote for? (laughs) That's what she said. That's what she said, y'all. I was like... My erection's gone. My erection is gone. What? It has crawled back into me. I don't understand. I was opening up. I thought we could have a really fun, like, conversation about what's about going what? on politics. No, no, no. What are you wearing? Well, it's you know just a light sweatshirt because it's it's a little cool, but it's not <laughs> like too cold. Nope, nope. Wait. This is not a sex call. This is not. A sex call. <laughs> They're not looking for honesty. No. Who's looking for honesty in their sexual partner? <laughs> like I just could not. What if Cassia? That's how she strips. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. And she's been told repeatedly, repeatedly by everybody. That's why she had to drive so far away because all of the strip clubs in the 50 mile radius have rejected her and <laughs> totally. forbidden her to come back several times. So she has to drive further and further out. And, and she is not hearing that you didn't win the election. She's no. not hearing it. 
No, she is not. This is what I, there are, here's the point that I find really interesting. Cassia, instead of finding, I don't know, some friend, somebody, some way that the answer, the answer to get to a job interview is to go and commit a felony. I don't know who reproducing in this country well this is the problem because they're not they this is why the mindful thief needs to be taught because and i know what you're saying but it could help with these kind of logic problems because what you're saying francis is actually she let herself be distracted the purpose was to get the job yes right anything that got in the way of her getting a job including incarceration would be (laughs) and let me tell you something about incarceration that's really going to get in the way of the job it gets in the way of every plan you have in fact that is its function and and to me to me what i am saying you know what kept me from doing just about anything illegal is i was able to think about it and think about right (laughs) think about the conclusion. And mm-hmm. to me, what is this, the Dunning-Kerning effect, which is what this entire podcast is about, yes. which is stupid people not knowing that they're stupid. Well, and this is why I think we as a culture have to examine why it is we don't tell children they're stupid when they're stupid. Yes. I know what you're thinking. That's mean, is it? Well. Or is it just help? Because then they know what they, that tells, you know what? These are things I can't do. I can't do also like what part because I let me tell you something. I have ADHD and I understand. I this is why I think I love doing this podcast so much. I understand to, what it means to have a disruptive or unfunctional executive functioning part of your brain. When you say that, what I envision is like animal from the Muppets running around inside your brain. That's exactly <laughs> like what it holding is. Holding symbols, you know. That's, that's exactly what happens. And so it's very hard, and I, I get it, to make, to get things in alignment or understand the processes of how, because the, to me, what this person sat down and was like, girl, I can't get to this, 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 this interview. What do I need to do? I need a car. Nothing fancy. I don't need a fancy car. I want a decent, something reliable, but not, you know. Now, what would I like to drive? A Kia. That's, <laughs> I, I do question the taste level too, but that's just. <laughs> well, to me, what she said was, nobody is going to get upset. Again, I think this is brilliant. Now, see, I may have to recuse myself from this because when my, when my almost 20 year old Corolla <laughs> was stolen. Right. I was devastated. Mm-hmm. Okay. And shocked because I thought who on a car lot, why would you steal the 20 year old Corolla stripped out Corolla? Didn't even have power windows. Y'all like why it's a lawnmower. What it had a hole. Remember there's a hole. You could the see the floor. floor. You could see, see the ground when you drove. <laughs> Okay. I'll never forget that. Tom said, oh, fuck. He came home. And, well, he was like, oh, fuck. I could see he moved the rug. Because he moved the rug. 
when you move the little rug thing under the, to vacuum the car, you're like, oh, that's a hole. It's a big one too. Like you could put your, like half your foot down and easy. Like yes. it was huge. Imagine somebody stole that. I know. Somebody did. And somebody did just to take it to Vegas. They went to Vegas and came back. And they thought, and what they thought was, oh, don't nobody care about this car, but that car was important to someone. That's and that's right. what she thought. She thought it's 2013. It's a Kia. Just because something isn't used and isn't, even if it isn't valuable to somebody else, it's still theirs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that doesn't change ownership of it. Well, I'm telling you, when you have uh, executive dysfunction, you don't think about things like that. Those things don't come into your brain. You know, I think we have to ask ourselves why it is we allow anybody under the age of 25 to do anything. <laughs> well, I just told somebody that the other day. I said, yeah. I told my child when she was about 12, I said, my job, I got one job in this world, which is to deliver you to your 25-year-old self, not your 18-year-old self, not your 21-year-old self, but your 25-year-old self. That's yeah. who... I, I ain't talking to nobody else because you ain't ready. And we have to ask ourselves how many of us are doing that successfully. Dude. We'll be right back. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. Welcome back. Next up, this is from Jeff Y. Thank you. Quote, seen from a horror movie, Airbnb sued after Michigan rental dubbed the castle found infested with bats. This is upsetting. <laughs> it's so upsetting. Upsetting in so many ways. I, I just can't. Okay. I'm going to tell you something. You're not going to get me in an Airbnb anymore. Mm -hmm. okay uh, the magic and mystery is over for me uh, i'm like you know what give me a fair month give me a holiday in express i got a story we got a story to tell you after we tell you about this airbnb and the owner of a michigan rental called the castle are being sued by a group of senior women who stay at the property turned into a night of horror after a horde of brown bats infested the home and bit some of them. I would like to flag the ageism. <laughs> senior women. Why do we need to? Why do we need to know that? And what does senior mean to you? Yep. Number one. Number two. Why does that? Why are you trying to say that bats go after old people? What are you trying to say? <laughs> I feel like they're trying to say something insulting here, and I don't like it. Okay. This. Okay. Seven women who stayed at the Victorian-style home for their 50th high school reunion, okay? So, yeah, they, they, they older. So that would make them anywhere between 67 and 68. 
Okay. I don't I don't understand something here. Why is it okay, we'll get to this. The suit alleges Airbnb negligently allowed the infested home to be advertised on one of on its platform and the homeowner who and those responsible for maintenance failed to assure the home was safe for renting. That seems like they clearly didn't do that. <laughs> okay. John Marco, who is representing the plaintiffs, described the ordeal as a scene from a Halloween horror movie. The group of eight women had enjoyed their stay at the castle for three days. Earlier, you said seven women. Mm-hmm. This may seem like a small, irrelevant thing to you, but I am. Why you put in the number? That's why right. Does it go, why does it change? Are you telling me that one of these hoes isn't in the lawsuit? Maybe. I would ask myself why. This is a subplot that this article doesn't even get into. I believe this bitch, eight, number eight, is in league with the bats. I don't know <laughs> how or why, but why is she in the suit if she was there? Yep. So apparently they were staying there at the castle for three days, but one evening, so they had been there for three days. It was fine, right? Then one evening, two women staying in the large turret room, and if it's wherever they always get you, is that fucking turret room of the mm. home, were shocked awake by screeching noises and dark shapes moving along the walls. Okay? The women screamed and ran into the hallway, slamming the door shut and sealing the frame with blankets, which is really smart. This is like every fucking horror movie you have ever thought of I have right? so much critique I have so much critique in that in those two sentences but soon after that another bat came screeching down the hallway and more followed the women ran into the stairwell but found it consumed the stairwell was consumed with bats okay the guests looked for the nearest bed blocked the doors with window sashes, towels, and pillows, and hid underneath the covers. More and more bats began entering the living quarters. The bats were coming down the old lathe walls and entering through the gaps in the baseboards. The night was littered with screams that could be heard from one room and then the next, and then the next, everybody. All right. The bats got entangled in the women's hair. Some were struck by creatures and others were bitten. Can we, I, I, I need to start my critique. Number one, these are white people. Mm -hmm. This I, I, I believe firmly. I could be wrong, obviously, but I believe until I'm told otherwise, because I believe the black people, there's a critical error that happens in every horror film with white people. That's Remember, right. So, um, the first, and I want to also point out, there's no mention of what they were wearing. And before you call me misogynist, what we all know about <laughs> war films is that one of these hosts was probably in a bikini. Bikini. I don't care if it's their 50th and a, no. uh, high school anniversary. One of them was in a bikini. Because that's what draws out the evil. That's, that's what draws right. out the evil. That's right. And let me tell you something. I don't know what fucking incantation they did. Thank you. Thank Whatever you. fucked up shit they did 50 Thank years you. ago that it came back in full to bite their asses. I know what these hoes did last summer. I oh, know what these hoes did. It writes itself. That th those things I have to throw out. But then I want to get to right away. The, the this is the problem. The real problem. The woman screamed and ran into the hallway. Let me tell you, the problem in that sentence is hallway. 
Yeah. Because what it should have read is the woman screamed and ran out of the Airbnb, got in their cars, and fucking left. Yeah. It's a, but no, what do they continually do throughout this whole story? For instance, they run it into other rooms. <laughs> and yes, other rooms in the same house, as if the bats were only, well, they were in the living room. Surely they won't go anywhere else. As if they won't go to another room. Second of all, if the bats have gotten in through walls yep. and glass, do you think the blanket <laughs> is going to stop them? Why do you think a sheet or a duvet is going to have better luck than a concrete brick wood structure did? Number three, why are you awake? You, know, you should be in a group. Why are they in separate rooms? They are asking for this. <laughs> you heard screams down the hallway. Bitch, they all should have been coming from one place. And that place should have been the car on the freeway going home. This is the story we have to tell you. This is why we aren't talking about ourselves because we did not do this. I want you to ask yourself, Francis, mm. what we did. You remember, we were in the scariest state in this country. And I know y'all think it's Maine, but it's not. It's New Hampshire. It's not. It's New Hampshire. And we were in creepy ass New Hampshire. We were driving in to do a show. It was Halloween. It was Halloween doing a show. At some little school. I don't even remember what the name of the school is, but it's a yeah. small school, right? And they had us, there's no hotels nearby. None. No, no not a one. And by nearby, I mean within 100 miles. Or yeah. no, it was 50 miles, I think. 50. So, so they have an, a house, an old, charming old New Hampshire, large house, <laughs> they told us. <laughs> On the campus. This is so, I can't even believe, we didn't even realize, until this went down, I, we didn't realize it was Halloween. And then that that makes a difference. Yeah. Oh, and, and it was located on a, on, a, on a deserted, creepy hill, not even a part of the campus. Well, it's like on the grounds they own, but you had to drive from there to the campus. Yes. To get to the venue, right? Right, 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 right. It wasn't like a part of the campus. And nobody was able to greet us. Nobody was no. greet us. They said, just walk in the house. It's open. Yep. It's open. And and it's an old house. And nobody told us. We didn't know until we walked in. First thing we see, we walk in the living room, there's a little greet you table with some information. Half of the house, it's actually like a duplex kind of situation. And half, But it's a huge, huge, like kind of not, I don't know if you call it a mansion, probably not, mm -hmm. but a huge house. Half of the house, they're like, please do not open the door on the second floor yeah because that goes to the other residents yeah there's a tenant there there's a tenant there don't be alarmed if you hear scraping and this is all printed yeah on a sign on this table and all up and down the store do not open do not open do not open this door but it's just a regular door with a regular lock there's no big chain there's no padlock there's no you could open it Right. Mm -hmm. It's just they haven't done anything but say put up signs saying don't open this. Be, do not disturb. Don't disturb. Please do not disturb the tenant by playing loud music. Do not be disturbed if you hear music at night or mm -hmm. sounds on, at night because that's the other tenant. We were not happy about this, but we were like, uh, OK, OK, well, it's one night. And there's several rooms, several bedrooms. Yeah, that you could choose. Right. So we each choose a room. We choose a room on that floor. It's dusk. The sun is going down. There's an orange, you know, the sun in the in the Halloween times, it's kind of, it can get red and orangey at night. And it's right at that weird kind of eerie red orange. And it's like all the air has stopped. Nothing is, except for all you hear are like a whoo in the, in the wind. And there's right? no TV. There's no TV. There's no radio. It's just a room with a bed, right? Right. And I look up. We each go into one. 
Right. And we both were confused. We were like, this is really fucking creepy. We both then decide to go back to our own separate rooms because mm-hmm. first we decide we were like, we don't need to sleep in the same room together. We really do. No, no. There's there's like five bedrooms here. We could, you know, yeah, so we yeah, each yeah. take a room. And I go into my room. And what happens? I lay down on the bed and I look up at the window and I see a ladybug. Then I see like two. Mm-hmm. And then I see a hundred. Then I see about 500 all just swarming. On the window, right? On the inside of the window. Meanwhile, in hell portal number two, Angela, I, I am standing in the room and I put sit down on the bed and I, I open my bag and I turn ever so slightly on my bed to look at the window and I see a couple flies. Yeah. I turn away and I'm like, oh, I'll Maybe I'll kill them in a minute. I look back up and I see like five flies. I'm like, oh, I wonder if there's something I look around the bed. Is there something over there? Maybe? No? Okay. Then the whole window is covered with fucking flies. So you got lace bugs in her room and flies in mine. We both scream and come and meet in the hallway. We're like, ah! in the hallway. And I, she's screaming. Oh, and then what do we hear? <laughs> Scratching and scraping from the store. From the tenant. I said, pack your shit. And we grabbed our bags. I said, pack your shit. We We even have to talk. We didn't even say anything to each other. We just grabbed our bags, ran out the house, got in the car, and started driving. Yep. We sure did. This is pre a lot of a lot of conveniences that we have now. And all we we drove to the nearest hotel, which was over 50 miles away, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even a motel or a hotel. It was like a lodge. Lodge. It was a lodge. Which is another scary fucking location. <laughs> okay, but we it was better than the the place that was quite clearly about to ratchet up its haunting. Yes. And I was like, ain't no fucking way. And we paid mm-hmm. out of our pockets. We paid out of our pockets up for that. We paid. They didn't cover it. We covered it. And they were like, when we got to the gig, they were like, how do you like the house? We're like, fuck your devil portal. <laughs> we don't even try to be polite about it. There, and I was like, you know what? It's on us. It's on us because we should have known better coming to New Hampshire on Halloween. We should have known better. The only reason we had to show, remember, we had a speeding ticket. This is the yeah. one ticket we've ever gotten on tour, speeding out of that fucking hellscape. With speeding sure out did. of that town, I got the one, and I have sped like a crazy bitch. On every, I've had Francis close her eyes while I'm driving. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see what, what I'm about to do because I have a radar detector. But let me tell you something. We were so ready to leave. We had to go do the gig to get the money. We were so ready to leave. I'm telling you, it was dark. <laughs> and I was like, look at the fuck. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. And this is where I believe this is why you can't fuck with Black people in a horror situation because we will listen to our instincts that's right you've got to trust yourselves white people trust your instincts trust your instincts don't don't listen to that brain telling you oh you know let's go investigate no No. let let it be you don't need to know you don't need to know you lived a whole life without knowing this you don't need to know it now distract yourself girl distract yourself go do something else this is not for you i'm gonna tell you there's two reasons one they stupid two 
it's the horror film is why people just don't understand when the devil's coming for you. They Not don't understand all. unless the devil is literally red with hooves and, and you know, then they go, Oh, are you the devil? But it's y- y'all too trusting. Okay. Too trusting. Too trusting. Or you, you people, you're scammers. And you, we all think we're going to have that magical experience of wrongness. Like the black ladies did on that wine tour and mm-hmm. sue and get like millions of dollars. <laughs> Like, the only other thing I could come up with is they thought, well, maybe, but it's not worth getting bat rabies. No, it's not. It's not. Next up, Maggie B. Thank you so much. Okay, I love this so much. Miami teacher showed, quote, Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> blood and honey to a fourth grade class. A mental health counselor has met with students who expressed concern. What is that, like 10 years old, fourth grade? <laughs> Nine. Nine years old. Nine years old. Eight to nine. Okay. It felt this movie, as you might have suspected, Winnie the Pooh, Honey and Blood, is not suitable for children, as it follows Winnie and Piglet on a bloodthirsty rampage after Christopher Robin abandons them for college. Was shown to fourth graders at the Academy of Innovative Education. And first of all, thank you, Angela. You know what? Is this is this a is this an invitation? Thank you. Is this the truth? Are you, you wanted it? You wanted innovative. You wanted it. You sent your child to the academy to the academy. That you you ran you ran your little trauma soaked asses all the way back to reading, writing, and arithmetic, didn't you? Didn't you? All the way back to the basics for this after innovative blood and honey. I first of all, can we? Do we t- tip our chapeaus to the director and writer of this tour de force? <laughs> I have to watch it. I have to I, watch it. I have to find this movie now. If you've seen it, please write us at frangela08 at gmail.com because I have to see what blood thirsty <laughs> rampage. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. And I know these parents are mad because. Because their children don't sleep now. <laughs> no, and you know, when Abby was five years old, you know, we said, sure, take her to movie night for the for the school. And they showed Corpse Bride. And it fucked her up for years. <laughs> years. It was inappropriate. And, and here's the thing, you know, and, and you all have heard the stories of me tell. I was watching, you know, Dracula and, you know, you know, all kinds of movies at three. And we never Blackula. You know, you you know it was Blackula. You know deep in your it was Blackula. It was Blackula. And um but, but you know what? But but here's the thing, and we never, you know, like at 10 when Abby saw The Matrix, she was like, oh, this is too much. Yeah. No, she didn't like the Muppet movie. Fuck the Matrix. But no, she, she didn't, didn't like, like the Muppet, Muppet movie. movie. She didn't like the Muppet movie at six. Like, I had no, to take her out. See, this is too mean. I don't want to see this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I this is the thing, too, because, you know, we had no choices. You know, I love this from our show. They're talking about being from Gen X. We didn't have any choice to say that my my nervous system cannot handle this. No. I'm too young. You were supposed to shape up and act right. Collect yourself. And collect yourself and be an adultivize yourself mm-hmm. when you were a child because your parents wanted this experience and you happened to be in the way of that. That's right. 
you that's know right that's just the, the, hey and you were supposed to consider yourself lucky they didn't just leave your ass at home alone there we go you got there to go out go. to a movie and get some candy yeah it was a ptsd situation but you got to have some popcorn and go that's out. Right. there you go there it is there's the answer there's the answer. And so now that we have learned that we don't traumatize children by through the means of entertainment. One parent said, quote, I feel completely abandoned by the school. <laughs> <laughs> A parent whose twins were in the fourth grade class adding that the movie was shown because of a quote unquote careless teacher well you know what she did she just grabbed oh she said wait they put that's good and grabbed yes. it yes, she, she didn't did. read what was after the colon yes she did it's really important to read after the colon and she let it play she let it play and let me tell and you something. she walked out of the room yes she did you know she did she went to go make a phone call as the children were being assaulted <laughs> by the bloodthirsty rampage of winnie the poop <laughs> and tigger dealing with their abandonment issues. You know what? Which is a wonderful retelling. I, I'm excited <laughs> about it. I'm excited about Blood and Honey. I'm, I'm dead serious. Right after we get done, I'm looking for this movie because <laughs> it sounds amazing. Okay, let's, let's, let's review. All right. Who you got? We got the tarantula blamed officially, finally for causing an injury car accident. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then we have the Cassius Shelton of no relation <laughs> for stealing a Kia okay. to go to her, her stripping audition. Okay, it was a job interview stripping to audition. be an erotic dancer. Exotic, erotic stripper. Okay. The synonyms. Then we had the scene from the horror movie, the Airbnb suit after the Michigan rental dub, the castle found infested with bats. I throw this lawsuit out. This is their fault. Their fault. Okay. <laughs> and then the last one is... Blood and honey. Blood and honey. Shown to the fourth grade class. I gotta go. <gasps> with your girl, Cassia. Okay? <laughs> because... You know what? Because this is, she was 50% on the way to a good idea. <laughs> well, was it though? It was. I'm sex positive and I want to be, you know, I'm not, but I feel like, okay, I'm just going to say how it is in my head. I feel like exotic dancers should just get, you should just be able to walk in and get that job. <laughs> like, just, there's a lot of skill involved, Angela. If you do it well, but there's this morning shift. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you that bitch in the morning just shifting his and slam. I'm just saying that that's, you know, everybody got to start someplace. Not every, you know what I mean? You don't start at Vegas, you know? You got to work your way through. Angela. Angela, there was a time in this country. There was a time. There was a time in this country that if you went for anything, Winnie the Pooh, you were guaranteed that that bitch was wholesome, okay? You just knew. No rampages. No, not even for honey. No rampages. It was rampage free. There was a time where you could count on that shit. Okay, not today. Not today. Oh my God. I'm Frances Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week. Howdy.
no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.